Hello, parallel worlders. Oh, that doesn't sound right. What are we? Parallelers? Parallels? A loose gang of ragmatag people who build worlds? A gang of pirate world builders intent on remaking things as we see fit? Yeah, maybe we should just go for world builders for now. Welcome back, anyway. I hope you are well. I hope you're safe. I hope the people you care about are also well and safe. Let's start today in the usual fashion. Five minutes of reflection on the here and the now that you're experiencing. You know the score. I will let you get right to it. Go!
Hello again. It's time to reflect on your reflection. Have you read or listened to any of your other writing recently? Can you see a trend? Has anything happened that punctuates your life? How do you draw a diagram of the last few days or the last few weeks? What does your normal look like now? Well, today, we're jumping away from normal. Yesterday, you wrote about fantastical origin stories. And today, we're going to be thinking about fantastical objects. Objects which exist outside of normal bounds. One of my favourite writers is Gabriel Garcia Marquez, a Colombian author who worked in, and you could say hugely shaped, a field called magical realism. Garcia Marquez's novels are full of objects and people who could exist in the real world, but possess powers or properties that are fantastical. In the book 100 Years of Solitude, a gypsy character explains that things have a life of their own. It's simply a matter of waking up their souls. Today, we're going to be thinking about the powers that objects can have. We'll be taking seemingly normal objects and imbuing them with powers or properties which transform them into something they may not be right now. As humans, we have a real connection to objects. I'm quite a sentimental person, and there are countless things in my life that have a hidden meaning and value to me. Anyone else might look at that stuff and see a load of old junk. In fact, I guarantee that anyone else would look at some of the things I keep and think they're just silly. But to me, it makes sense. I remember those objects' origin stories, when they came to be in my life, what that moment meant to me, and all the places I've taken or seen those objects since. Holding on to their stories of the reason I keep, for example, a t-shirt from when I was 10 years old, or my grandfather's old steel rule, or any of the other things that just clutter up my house. So, last week, I asked you to describe the origin of objects around you, where they came from, and what they mean to you. Today, I'm going to ask you to do something slightly different to that. That earlier task was about the real. It was a reflection on your life, what's really going on, and what has really happened. On this course, we work in parallel between reality and fiction. And today, we're going to be working on the parallel version, where you're going to give those real objects special powers. You're going to create origin stories, magical abilities, strange and esoteric effects. Everyone knows stories, like the legend of King Arthur, where whoever could pull a magical sword from a stone becomes the king. Or the Lord of the Rings, where the bearer of a ring gains magical powers. Or Jumanji, or Indiana Jones, or Alice in Wonderland, or Harry Potter, or Aladdin, or The Mask, or Big, and so on and so on and so on. You've probably heard horror stories too, or seen films where a cursed object dooms somebody to a gruesome death. In this activity, you can go as wild as you like with your object special powers, or you can keep them to the completely mundane. What if you had a book which just turned up in every house you'd ever lived in, without you ever taking it there? Or what if there was a five-euro note with a mark in the corner which kept coming back to your wallet? Perhaps you've got a pencil that's made from the wood of a Viking longship, or a teacup made from the bones of Tyrannosaurus Rex. I would like you to choose objects that exist in the real world, Ideally, objects that you know well. You can be as wild or as mundane as you like with their superpowers. Make a list if it helps. Just list the items that you can see, or think about walking through your childhood home or your studio or anywhere else. For this task, you've got 10 minutes. Yep, 10 minutes with no distractions to make a list of everyday items with special powers. Think about how you can convey an entire premise within one line of text. If you get carried away with one item and you want to write more about it, don't worry. 
but do try and get as many ideas, good and bad, as you can on your paper. In fact, one good way to succeed at a task like this is to think what is the worst, most stupid thing I could possibly do and write it down. Okay, are you ready? I'm setting a magical timer for 10 minutes. Go.
you. How was that for you? Where did you get to on the scale of mundane to wacky? Is there anything absurd? Anything that makes you laugh or makes you scared? Did you pick objects that are there with you right now? Or things you remember well? Which of the things on your list creates the most intriguing scenario for a story? Why do you think that is? Take a minute to look at your work and reflect on it. And one more thing before I go. Well done. That list in front of you didn't exist 10 minutes ago. Those ideas, whatever you think of them, have found their way onto your paper, onto your computer, or whatever you're using to write. You've breathed life into those objects. You could make a whole story from each of them. So, I will be back tomorrow with more. Remember to carry on recording the sounds of life around you going by. Keep being aware of what you hear, what sounds and things frame your life. And above all, take care of yourself and those you care about.